All right, guys, welcome to another edition of Down by the Bank. JK3 and Derek here. This show is brought to you by a Brewers Pizza out in Orange Park, Clay County's only local brew pub out there. We got a lot to talk about. A lot. It's uh, a lot to talk about. <laughs> uh, everybody has their conspiracy theories. Um, hey, if you listen to Rock Power Report, you know, I apologize. I came down with a bag stum- uh, stomach bug, so I wasn't able to upload that episode or even jump on it. But uh, JK3 kind of called something that nobody really saw coming. Um, he, he, he brought it up there on, on their on their podcast on that episode, Bill's Week. And what do you know? Hey, we, we got ourselves a, a sacrificial lamb there. Yep. You, you had to get you had to get one. And. I honestly felt, and I told those guys, man, I said, if we lose to Buffalo, no disrespect to Buffalo, no disrespect to you guys or anything else like that, but let's call a spade a spade. The Bills are three and seven. We're three and seven. If we lose to a three and seven team in a dramatic fashion, and if we lose to where there, there just really isn't any other answers, it may not be Hackett's fault. It may not be, you know, Marone's fault or anything else like that, but someone's going to go. And it's not going to be the head coach. It's not going to be number five. It's going to be the OC. And, you know, someone had to go. Like Kevin Hart said, and someone had to go. So, yeah. <laughs> he had to go. Sorry. Yeah. The biggest thing, too, is him and Marone were close. Oh, yeah. That's his boy. They've worked together for. You know, multiple years. So we know this wasn't from the head coach. It, it reminds and me. And when you look at the game. It reminds me of like in, in New Jack City when Nino Brown had to let uh, G-Money go. He had to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> am I my brother's keeper? <laughs> yes, I am. Had to give it to him, man. Well, unfortunately, Hackett had some blanks going into the gunfight. Bortles has just been terrible for the last seven, eight weeks. Um, absolutely terrible. Obviously, he's had some shining moments, like one or two games this year, obviously the Patriot game, and then you know in the playoffs last year. But the bottom line is Hackett did a phenomenal job to scheme and script those plays to put Bortles in a position to make plays. Just Bortles, Blake isn't retaining anything. He, he, he's not a good quarterback from a sense of leadership, and he's just not a good quarterback, period, to be honest with you. We were hoping as fans that he would turn a corner and, and do well and not get caught up in all the, the crap and just go out and play ball. Obviously, he, he's not. And really, I, I don't think he really cares. He doesn't show it. He didn't show it at all. I think it's his demeanor, man, and, and that's probably going to be his biggest downfall is that his demeanor and the way that he, you know, kind of takes things, and he's just a very laid-back kind of guy. And you can be too laid-back, and I think he's too laid-back in a sense to where he doesn't show, like you, you, you said, he doesn't show that he's angry. He doesn't show that it, it, it pissed him off that he's getting benched, you know, by, for, for Cody Kessler. But the crazy part about that Bills game Man, is that they called plays that I hadn't seen all year long. And granted, I may have been uh, at a couple of Jags games and may have, you know, been 10, uh, 12 beers deep. But there are some things that I've that I saw and play calling and things that they attempted to do 
that they hadn't done all year. And to me, that was kind of like my 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 sign I, that if they lose this game, this is what's going to happen because he's calling the plays and he's putting Blake out there to make the throws. And he's putting it on film and showing that he is not able to make the throws. And, and that's what the bottom line of it is. And with his luck, I think he's got the worst luck in the world because I, I saw a Bleacher Report stat. I think he said he's thrown like 74 picks. Granted, all 74 picks haven't been his fault. Uh, in, in in case in point, that pass that he threw to O'Shaughnessy, which is probably the best ball beside the, the, the best ball that he threw accurately, that Dante Moncrief cat was a better catch than it was a better throw. I don't care what anybody says. Moncrief mm-hmm. climbed the ladder, he got the pass. Blake threw it up and gave him a chance, right? Whatever. But that the pass that he had going to, to O'Shaughnessy was his most accurate pass of the day. Where'd it go? Right through his hands until the Buffalo defender. Same thing with Keelan Cole. He yeah. had Keelan Cole wide open in a hole right there. All you got to do is hit the guy in the numbers. Make it, make a, make a play. Make a, make a play. Throw it right there. Hit him. Couldn't hit him. He's inaccurate. So it, it finally caught up with him, man. And 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 hopefully we, we can get a, another option in, or ho- hopefully Kessler can can just hit someone. But I tell you what, when he came in, when Kessler came in earlier this year. He was making the decent throws that we need, the basic throws that we need to move the ball down the field. That Keelan Cole throw was terrible. That, that, by oh. the way, I just it's it's still stuck it in my mind. It was unbelievably bad. Like I don't get it. <laughs> I, I just don't get how bad that was. I mean, it was terrible, man. Uh, another thing too, you mentioned the play calls, and you know we had a healthy Fournette, you know uh, that was probably in game rhythm. Mm-hmm. For the first time, so that's probably why you saw some different when he, things. He saw Creed too the night before. That, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that and the fact that uh, the offensive line's kind of been retooled, definitely been retooled. We'll get mm-hmm. to that here in a few mm-hmm. minutes. But Hackett was a sacrificial lamb. I'll tell you this right now: between Hackett being gone, Bortles being Bla- uh, Bortles being benched, Bortles being Blake, <laughs> Bortles being benched, and um, Tom Coughlin's comments on the radio this past week for the uh, the, the J Fund uh, donation, you know, fundraiser. Monday was Tom Coughlin's first official day in charge of this football team, without having any outside influence. It just doesn't make any sense. So you're telling me let's get rid of the OC, who has called some great games, by yeah. the way. Let's bench the quarterback so that way it's oh it's all his fault. We're gonna tell the media, yeah, he felt Hackett felt that Bortles gave us the best chance to win. And then Marone, you know, supposed to be, you know, you know, Marone didn't do it because that's his buddy. So who did it? Was it Coughlin? Was it Caldwell? Khan? I doubt it was Shad Khan. Shad Khan's a businessman. I think it's. I think Caldwell's grasp on this team is finally gone. It's been him. It's been about him from day one. People, you can say what you want to say about some of his draft picks that he's had in Gakway, Ramsey, Telvin. That's all fine and dandy. But QB, you can't miss. As a GM, you can't miss on as a QB on on, on the QB pick. And Caldwell's been riding that for I don't know how long. You know, it's been six years. Six years, and you know, we only have what was the stat? You know, 20 something wins or something yeah, like that. That's crazy. Come on, last now. year was a fluke. So, so he can have all the Bill Polian pedigree 
you know, lessons learned or whatever you want to call it because he's, you know, close to their family and all this other jazz. No. A lot of those picks on the defensive side of the ball and a lot of those free agent signings were no-brainers. Telvin and Gakwe, those are the only two that really stick out. Everybody else was a no-brainer or you dropped the ball. Yeah. So Coughlin's first day, in my opinion, is officially in charge of this football team was on Monday when when Hackett got fired. And I guarantee you they're probably looking very quietly for a new GM. They just want to make sure they get the right person before they give Caldwell the boot. Just my personal opinion, people. You don't have to agree with me, but if y'all can come up with something better, hey, we're all ears, man. We love we love a good debate. Well, on I mean, most of the times the, the the GM and the the quarterback are tied together. Uh, if the GM does get another stint uh, and, and and the you know it gets another contract, he usually tries to go after another you know quarterback. Or hopefully, the idea is that he gets. The GM gets a quarterback that you have a situation like Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, you know, where you find someone and you you stick with that as long as you can because that's your guy. And granted, that's great if your guy is good, but you got to recognize sometimes that your guy may not be that good and he may not be able to make the plays. I think they doubled down, uh, you know, on what what Blake did. He got hot last year. He was able to straighten together a couple of games and play some mistake-free football. And, you know, it, it's just now they doubled down on it. And now it's just, man, like what, what, what can really happen? I mean, a couple of years ago it was, you know, he was, his, his wrist was hurt. So that's why he was probably throwing balls in the dirt because his wrist was hurting. Then he went out to California and tried to get his throwing motion right and everything. And they've done everything they possibly can to make sure that they're putting this guy in the position to win. I mean, we've got his, he's, he had his offensive line and granted his offensive line isn't doing too well, but I mean that I I don't think your offensive line doesn't take away from you being able to throw a five yard slant. That's not your offensive line. Yeah. Your, your offensive line Mm -mm. doesn't, doesn't allow you if you have time to, to, to miss a wide open, you know, button hook sitting right there in, in the gap, you know, you, you got to be able to make that play. And if this was specifically on offensive line play, then we would understand that Blake would be able to get out and throw, you know, a couple of those, uh, those play actions or a, a lot of those things to get him out of the pocket and throw on the run. But I think at this point, it's just the quarterback as, as much as we hate it, as much as he's quote unquote, one of us or a Jack's beach, bro, whatever you got to say about it, it stinks, but I would much rather have my quarterback. I would much rather have a good quarterback in being able to 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 make some plays that I know that are on the line and being able to make, uh, you know, just decent passes. That's what I want. I'm not looking for you know a pinpoint pass. I just want somebody to be able to hit somebody on a five yard out and do something on third and four. Most teams third and four are like, all right, we we, we got this. We could probably run a draw, get a quick quick hitch, quick slant, you know, get a first down, three step drop. Um, you know, just something something to get those five yards. When we're third and four, it's like a, oh, crap. Okay, um, we can give it to Fournette and try and fool him. Please, please don't run a screen. <laughs> you, you know, it's just, oh, man. But, you know, that takes it now that, you know, Blake is where he belongs on the bench. Um, Kessler, does he ha- really have what it takes to – to lead this team to a W. 
That's what it's about. One game at a they time. Might as well put it in Tanner Lee, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. So I'm I'm gonna uh, quote a uh, coach, a uh, good buddy of mine. He's a, a local coach here. He's played uh, his sport at the, one of the you know the high level college and some amateur professional or not amateur pro, but and professional. You got to look at not just the the player itself themselves but also their demeanor and their words. And let me tell you, apparently Kessler didn't speak too confidently today at you know whatever press conference talked about taking advantage of the opportunity and you know and, and leading this team. And he felt that that wasn't enough. Obviously we know we're going to pick a quarterback. So for everyone going to the game on Sunday and hoping that hey Kessler you know Blake is on the bench now. Kessler's in. Maybe we'll win a ball game. We might get the same result, just better stats. It's just being real. It's just being real. So that's going to be a, a very uh, interesting game on Sunday with him at the helm. I, most of the people, and, and with any team, well, not any team, but here in Jacksonville, the 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 backup quarterback has always been the most popular player on the team. Uh, some people were clamoring to have Cody Kessler, you know, you know, start, you know, a couple games ago, um, and you know, I get it, I, I, I really do understand. I think they were calling to have Kessler uh, when he came in against, was it the Eagles that he came in against? I think it was the Eagles. Was, was it the Eagles? No, no, no. It was here against the. Um... Oh, it wasn't the Cowboys. It wasn't. It was. It was. It, was it, the, it was the home game. It was. It was the home game. Yeah, it was the home. It was the Texans. Yeah. Okay. So he's come in, and and mind you, the the still the bare bones of the team is, is still intact. So you still got a ragtag offensive line. Uh, we're not going to have Fournette, uh, you know, on the offense. So it'll be a, a TJ Yellen and Carlos High backfield. I'd be interested to see. If they really come in and just make it a simple game plan where this guy can just throw the routes, throw the people open, throw Moncrief open, throw um, DD open, throw Keelan Cole open if he's there. I don't know if Char's going to play or not, but throw somebody. See if he can really just throw, if they're going to really just, just make him throw the football. We know he's not going to run. We know he's not. He has zero escapability in the pocket. But what if he comes in and they ask him to do the bare minimum and the bare minimum is make a good throw here and there, make a good read, make a good audible, make a good check down. Some of the things that Blake wasn't able to do. And it leads us to a W. That'll be huge. That will be huge. The fact that the, all the offense has to do with the way this team was built and not, is not leave the defense out the drive. Now the defense isn't playing their best ball either, but a lot of that's mental. It's not just, you know, the, them not uh, not having the talent. It's more of, oh, crap, we got to go back out there. Even if we do give it our all, what's the offense going to do to help us out? They're going to put up 14 points. So it, it's definitely – it will help. It's going to be very interesting to see how the whole team responds. It, it, if you see them, you know, playing harder, if you see them, you know, giving that extra step, you know, going that extra mile – then you know that there was you know something there, and obviously we all know that there was something there with uh, someone else besides Bortles coming in to play QB. One of the things also I look at when you look at a confident quarterback, you've seen some of these Baker Mayfield interviews. 
And obviously, this is a Jags podcast. This is not a Cleveland Browns podcast. But do you see the way he carries himself? He doesn't care. And I don't mean that as a, he doesn't care about his teammates or winning. He doesn't care what people think of him. And the way he answers questions, it's very confident. And he pretty much, it's that it factor. It's that it factor that we don't have. So if, if when people talk about you know, QBs and, oh, um, arm strength and, and this coming out of college and that coming out, like, you know, the Will Greer kid, he goes up to West Virginia, he's throwing for all those yards, and, you know, West Virginia runs that, you know, gimmicky offense. Don't pay attention to the numbers. Pay attention to how he carries himself when he talks. That's how you're able to tell. You, you can tell pretty much right away. Deshaun Watson's the same way. He might smile at you. You know, he might, you know, sit there and, you know, have a give an interview and, and talk about some of the things that, you know, he's going through or the team. But when you listen and really look behind the words, that's how you can really tell whether or not that, that QB has it or not. Bortles is kind of just a uh and duh. And apparently Kessler's is kind of the same way. So if that's the case, uh, yeah, I think Baker, man, the thing that sets Baker uh, apart and some of these other guys that are coming out, like you mentioned, is that confidence is that it factor. Uh, and, 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 and I think Baker and Deshaun are, you know, kind of new school, but look at Aaron Rodgers. you know, they, they asked him what he was going to have to do to, to make the playoffs. And he's like, well, we're going to have to go beat so-and-so we're going to have to go beat so-and-so we're going to have to be so-and-so here at home. Then we have to go on the road and be so-and-so and have a little bit of help at the end of the you know, you know, so just being able to say we're we got to come out and we've got to fight, we've got to come out and we've got to win. That that we've got to beat this other team. I, I think that's one of the things that that leadership quality, you know, something that that they need and that that it factor. And you know, I, I maybe I, I don't want to read too deal too 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 deep into it, but maybe Kessler, maybe he's just you know lackluster. <laughs> Well, we don't need lackluster. Yeah. We need a leader. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be the leader. If he, if he, so the way he answers the questions now it doesn't matter. They're still they're still taking QB, um, you know, in, in the draft. So oh, sure. it, it, it doesn't matter. But this further proves my point that if last year and I and I pinpointed the game because I said that if it was a home game, it w- it was against the Texans. You were right, and because the reason why they prepared and they put Blake in because it was going to London to play the Eagles. And so since Blake, since that's Blake, the dumbest since, excuse I, I've I'm ever telling heard. you that that's my that's my conspiracy theory about <laughs> it is that if this was an actual home game, <laughs> if the Eagles were playing at the bank, there's no way Blake would have started after what he did against Houston. Houston was probably one of the worst games I've ever seen a quarterback play. Period. Besides, you know what happened in Buffalo. That that was probably one of the worst games I've ever seen. So it took him um, what three games to actually lose his job after that. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we will see. Um, Fournette suspended. We all know why. I don't know why he decided to punch Shaq Lawson. Shaq Lawson ain't a little dude either. So it, it amazes me when they punch oh, each other and they got Creed, the helmets he on. saw Creed too. Um, and it was had more, the theme going on in his head. Bah, yeah. bah, 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 bah. Da, da. He hears it. He sees the boys get in the fight. He has to run 60 yards across the field, off the bench. He wasn't even on the field. Running off the bench, going to put his helmet on, which is probably the dumbest thing anybody can do. Period. You're going to leave the bench? You're going to oh, leave gosh. the bench and run 
clear across the field to get involved in something that you weren't into. And you know what the most the, the, the most thing that aggravates me the most about this is that on offense are two players that wear that captain badge are number five and number 27. And they haven't been acting like captains at all the entire season. Not at all. Nope. Nope. So whoever's voting them in, I know they're probably being mm-hmm. voted as a team. If you got that C on your chest, you shouldn't. You you should be a player that we rely on. You should have your 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 brain should be in your head during a game and try to keep people back and keep them calm and and contain the composure. I mean, look what look look at that, bro. That that is something that's crazy that I've never seen before in my life. Not only do you get the ball right there on the one yard line, you're you're literally at a a stretch away, you're on the one inch, one inch line, you get a false start, right? And then you get thrown back, thrown backwards a couple of play, plays. And now you're just, you're, you're waiting on a field goal and you miss the field goal. And I think all of that stems from just momentum. It all stems from bad juju. Maybe there's a cloud over them, but that whole pro that whole, like just sequence of events was probably the worst thing that I've ever seen happen to a football team. Like you could, if someone told me that, yo, there's going to be a team that's going to be on the one inch line, a fight's going to break out, and they're going to move them back ten yards, and you know what, your automatic kicker is going to come on and miss the field goal, and then they're going to drive down and and I, I think did Buffalo score from that? Yeah, yeah, the, the game was pretty much over after that because Buffalo they they were mad. You know, they were mad that, you know, the fight got started and they were just, you know, the, the crowd got back into it because the crowd was out of it because they had scored 14 straight. Majority of that was, you know, Leonard Fournette. Um, it, yeah, it, it is what it is. And he suspended. He tried to appeal it. He didn't win. Just I say just let it go. You know, Hyde's wanted some carries. Yeah, I think he's in a contract year. So he's wanting to prove that he deserves, a you know, a mm-hmm. decent deal this offseason. And this game's probably going to be a little, uh, little opportunity for him to, to carry the ball 20-plus times and see what he can do. The offensive line he's got to run behind, unfortunately, is not going to be the best with, you know, we pretty much have the Giants left side of the line. And then uh, our backup center with Cannon Parnell, that's, uh, that's, that's not good. But, hey, oh well, this is the NFL. The injury bug has really bitten us this year, man. That's what really, really saved has. us last year because we were miraculously healthy going into the playoffs. Like the, going into the playoffs last year and going towards the end of the – I mean, pretty much the entire season they were healthy. There, there weren't that many people on the injury report, and now it seems like every game Norwell just went out. Um, I mean, it, it just seems like it, from the beginning of the – with Fournette having his hamstring – Everybody has just gotten hurt and just gotten hurt. And we got the team back on as much of a full roster we was going to have against Buffalo. Norrell, uh, Norrell, you know, hurts his ankle. And due to the timing, he's going to be out for the rest of the year. Now, all of a sudden, Jalen has a a banged up knee, which, you know, he's probably not looking to risk it depending I'm, on the season. And that knee's been hurt for a while. Okay. you You've seen – there's been some some times, and I'm not going to say like like Tyreek Hill, okay, that Chiefs game, for instance, when he got beat. He clearly got beat, so we're not going to say the knee was an excuse. It wasn't the way that he was running. Mm-hmm. It was when he stopped and, and kind of how he stopped. And that's what I've looked at the last few times. When, when he's opened up into a full sprint and when he stops running, 
you see there's a little bit of favoritism once he he walks, you know, on that on that knee. So I, I think it's been bothering him for some time, and it just it finally is catching up. You know, it's a long season, man. As fans, we let us try to get out there and do what they do for twenty plus weeks. It ain't gonna happen. We're gonna be in, in, the, in the bed with an oxygen tank or something. <laughs> it's gonna be bad. So that injury bug, man, it just stinks. It hit us. Just let's hope it doesn't yeah, hit us all, next season. All you can really do is hope. Um, yeah. But man, everybody has injuries. Everybody has injuries, and everybody, yeah. I, everybody, yeah. I, I just. It stinks, man. It just was not our year. Just go ahead and say it. It, it just wasn't our year. I think we've got a point one chance of making <laughs> the, the playoffs right now. And I was even skeptical going into the Buffalo game. I, I said to myself, I was like, okay, they're only two games out of the wild card spot. And I just kept thinking, maybe this is the game they're going to turn around. Maybe this is the game they're going to turn around. I never would have thought a seven-game losing streak was going to come. No one would have ever guessed that. No one. We, we were all riding high. We were all thinking that this was going to be the year. This was going to be the, the year we turn it around. And uh, not the year t- we turn it around, but we finally get over the hump and, and get to the Super Bowl. We, we've got the defense. Blake's you know playing with you know something. We don't know whether if it's Michael's secret stuff out of Space Jam or you know who knows what it is. But he was playing with something last year. And it's all out the window. You know, it's crash and burn, dumpster fire, whatever you want to call it. But, hey, you just got to move on. Looking at the defense coming up, uh, you know, we got the Colts, obviously. So we'll start a little bit with the defense there. Andrew Luck's been playing lights out. And our defensive line. He's back, back. He's back. (laughs) 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 And Ngakwe and Campbell, they just, they're getting after it. Okay. Not to say that they're not trying. But it almost seems like this year they're a second too late. Now, who do you attribute that to? Is it the Jags? Is it them? Or is it the opposing team? I think team? it's the opposing team. And there, there very many times, and the, the reason why I think they're scheming the Jags, because the only real long plays that we've given up were uh, throughout the entire year that I can think of have been either bus coverages or – you know, just something crazy that would happen. No one has actually came out. I mean, I mean, even with the Chiefs, the Chiefs, they kind of sliced us up because of w- what Mahomes is doing. But as far as deep routes and deep, deep balls and like big plays, they've all been mental errors that have just added up. I think most of the times they're not giving us the opportunity and not giving your quarterback the time to sit back there and let the dogs come after him. Look what happened, uh, you know, in, in Buffalo. With, with Allen, and the one time that he actually got a chance to to drop back and throw the ball, granted it was a seventy five yard touchdown, but great play. Everyone was draped on over him. He was in. He threw that ball from the pocket and just let it ride with you know with, with everyone around him. So teams are just just taking away the the the, the strongest group of our, uh, our our defense, which is the defensive line, and they're letting our linebackers quote-unquote, try to cover. And I don't know where the linebacker play has been, you know, this year, but it's been atrocious. So they're looking and putting some of the stuff and the tendencies that we put on tape. They're saying, hey, they're excellent here at the defensive line still. They're not good in, uh, in, in the linebackers. One corner, 
doesn't say much at all. The other one says too much. And then the safeties are playing way too much back. So <laughs> this is where we're going to beat them. We're going to run they're, they're, they're running zone. We're going to run zone beaters. We're going to throw the ball. We're going to throw quick routes. Mm-hmm. We're not going to run the ball because you notice teams have not still been able to run the ball against us unless there were a, a couple big plays still stopping the run. But the zone beaters, they're seeing some of the tendencies that we put on tape and literally getting the ball out quick and running intermediate routes that are killing us. And we've the defensive line's been you know somewhat stout. It, you know, we think we've had one or two games where the running you know the running backs were able to find some creases and and, and really gash us. Um, but for the most part of the year, and that's expected. But my thing is, you know, teams are running a lot of max protection. People know max protection is like you know, leaving a tight end, full back end, running back end. Uh, they'll scan the line, shift it to the right or to the left, depending upon where they feel the pressure is coming from. But you really don't even have to do that with us because we don't really blitz all that much. We really depend on our front four getting after the quarterback, and it's just not happening. So it's really frustrating. You know, Ngakwe and Campbell each have six sacks. Mm-hmm. Everybody else just has one. Think you know If you look at Fowler, Fowler had a few before he was traded away. So we just have not gotten after the quarterback. Now, granted, we're not playing against scrubs either now. Now we we, we got, let's see, uh, Mariota, which, yeah, you can hate on Mariota all day. I think dude went like 22 of 23 for 320 and two or three touchdowns the other night. No picks. He's a, that's, a, that's a gamer. You don't, you don't do that. Deshaun Watson's a pro bowler, yeah. he, or he will be this season. And then also with uh, with Andrew Luck, he's he's definitely Pro Bowl. He, we know he's a gamer. So we're, we're definitely playing against better competition. Words out. We got to change it up. Can't keep doing the same thing. We, we just got to change it up. Whether if we bring more pressure, show more blitzes, bring bring a nickel in, roll the coverage, bring a safety down. Hey, I wouldn't mind seeing Barry Church rush a couple times because Lord knows if you put right. him back there in pass coverage, what I, liability. I don't know what he was doing. I don't know what so, he was doing, but I don't. Yeah. What, okay. So my question too is: so if we if we've seen a majority of what they can, what what our defense has given us, at what point do we start exploring like Ronnie Harrison where he can get his time? Because Barry Church has been a liability in coverage the entire year. So w- at what point do they say, "All right, Barry, kind of hang back a little bit. We're going to see what the kid can do. We're going to see if Ronnie can do." Uh, you know, in, in this situation. I think that point is that time is now. You got to see what you have, and here's why: Church is owed like oh, six yeah. and a half million next year. So none of it's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So I think it's about six, six and a half. So do you move on from? Well, you've got five real live games, non-practice, non—you know—spring ball, none of that junk. You got five games left to find out what you have in them. Put them in. It won't hurt, but hey, you got to remember who you know. Organization we we we're fans for. They don't believe in um, uh, you know, trying to do things a little bit differently to see what you have. <laughs> oh, something almost drastic has to happen. So it's going to be tough, but I think the, I think he should get a crack. Obviously, you know, even uh, they've been saying Taven Bryant's been playing a lot better because you know he's you know three technique and he should be four technique. You know, all this other all this other stuff. Which was crazy to me that our first play. round draft pick is getting his with I don't even think it was a sack, but getting his first tackle for a loss in our 
what, like 10th or 11th game? Yeah, it's the only way you're going to find out. Oh, well, they're not ready to play. Well, guess what? The guys that are in there don't really want to play. So, <laughs> yeah, he might not have as much talent as them, but at least he wants to get in there because, you know, most rookies want to prove themselves. I'd rather go with that than someone that's just like, oh, man, they're going to, you know, throw Blake back out there. I'm not even going to try. He definitely, he'll probably get more playing time next no, year with, it, if Malik is – I don't think Malik will be here next year, so that may be a, a you know an opportunity for him to come in too. But I, I really think right now, you know, like you mentioned, this is a time to really see what we have, see what we got, see what type of personnel we have. I hope we can get a decent kick return or, or excuse me, a punt returner because Westbrook fair catching the ball last year when there's literally no one like ten to fifteen yards in coverage. I I've never thought I'd say this, but we need Mickens back. <laughs> Rashard Green's lost all confidence as a kick returner. Westbrook just some you either have it or you don't have it as a kick returner. Um, that's a, a side of the ball where we've lost from a, a field position edge that we were definitely getting last year. Lambo Lambo's had a great year. Yeah, he missed a field goal. So what? They're, they're not going to be perfect. So he's he's had a great year. Punting, eh, it's been it's been shaky. But at the end of the day, we have to find 53 guys the coaches have to find 53 guys to put this team together and yeah. guess what there's gonna be some changes uh, there's definitely gonna be some changes to, to, to hit back really quick you know to, to on the Colts game Andrew Luck's playing lights out the Colts got a running back named Marlon Mack dynamite he's dynamite and I don't know where he came from but he is playing you know hats off to him he's playing exceptionally well the group of receivers, T.Y. Hilton and crew, it doesn't matter. Ebron. Andrew Luck throws to whoever's open. So it's not like, yeah, and Ebron has been open. And guess what? Yeah, we have Telvin. Yeah, we have Jack. Yeah, they're fast and all that. But they get manipulated with quarterback's eyes very easily. And Luck's not a, Luck's not a chump. So he's pretty much going to just take his eyes and move them out of the way and then go to where he wants to go with the ball. I think if they can continue to I, – I don't want to just be be down about it. I'm trying to find the positives you know, in, in what they can do <clears throat> this week. I mean, we know they're going to throw the ball. So maybe it plays into the strengths. Maybe this is an opportunity to where we can actually get, you know, a, a little bit of D-line play, um, you know, really kind of fo- focus in on T.Y. And, um, and, and Ebron. Maybe they can make some plays. I think that's the thing that's been 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 lacking so much from this team. Also, it's just their their inability to make plays. They have not made a play at all. Like Jalen has been the only one that's been making you know some some defensive plays. But where the the fumbles, the the strip sacks, that stuff's got to come back. I mean, I, I never realized how much I missed it, but that's gotta. We we need the turnovers, bro. Need them. Marlon really? Mack went to USF. He played for Willie Taggart at USF. Yeah. Had freshman, sophomore, junior year. Ran for 1,000 yards each year. So what happened to the entire Florida State team? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they just sorry, man. They're just terrible. That's a, that's a whole other story because their quarterback wants to be a model. He doesn't want to be a, a QB. He wants to model and try and you know be a pretty boy. He needs to cancel that crap and go somewhere. But that's, that's, that's another story. Glad that season's over with. Um, just to say, you know, one last thing to kind of wrap it up. 
just go out and support the team, man. That's all we can do as fans. Su- support the team. Uh, it's going to be a, a tough watch. You know, let's see if Kessler can move the ball, drive the ball down the field. field. Please no dink and dunk for three and five yards. Actually get a receiver on a dig route or a square in or a post and get down the field. Uh, if you notice most of Bortles' throws when he throws deep on the sidelines, he usually doesn't throw deep in the middle of the field. So let's see if they try to do something different to change that up. That's why our offense is so can be stopped mm-hmm. so easily because we're so predictable. So let's ho- hopefully they've changed some of that and, and kind of redo some things to make us not. I so would like to see. I'm, I'm excited to see see Carlos Hyde. You man. Got any? I, I really am. He he's been asking for carries. You know he's kind of voiced what he's wanted, and now you know you you ask and you shall receive. So hopefully, you know this will be a really good opportunity for 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 Yeldon. Um, you know, to continue what he's been doing all year. Um, but more importantly, just to see if Carlos Hyde can really come in and if he's still got any gas left in the tank. Uh, Fournette has been the one that's kind of taken a lot of those 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 uh, those hits and those carries. And it's crazy how much of a offensive um, presence he, you know, he requires. So hopefully Carlos Hyde can do it. But I, I just yeah, man, I, I can't I can't wait to see, you know, what what Kessler brings. Uh, you know, what the offensive coordinator, I don't even know, <clears throat> forget what his name is, what he was the quarterback coach. So hopefully we've got some, uh, you know, some some things that we haven't put on film yet. And uh, the, the team can get a late <clears throat> a late win against the Colts. I can't stand the Colts. So but we really do appreciate you guys, uh, you know, still listening to us here, uh, you know, on on the podcast. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at down by the bank. You can also follow us uh, on our individual accounts as well. Pretty active on the Twitter front. Um, go to the game. Uh, if you if you guys notice anything, uh, you know, funny or anything that happens at the game, more than welcome to hit us up on Twitter, and uh, we'll be uh, happy to interact with you guys. And we appreciate it. Thank y'all. Have a good night. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that seventy five percent of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.